Um, so we're, we're going to bring nice back like the moment of silence. Uh, someone knows for your hair. I was going to there's a multi tier moment of silence here. Um, so a multiple of Nolan's fish died. There was See, I think I think we need in 2023. I think we need to move away from things dying. Moments of silence should be fun things like right. you shaving your head. All right. So moment of silence for my hair. Um, yeah. You know, time and genetics were taking their toll and I just went for it because I was getting out of the shower and was just like, eh, this is frustrating. Yeah. So yeah. it's gone now. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Nerd Not On Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Schifani. Joined by the hashtag heart and soul, the newly bald one, my brother, Adam. Uh, being bald is colder than everyone tells you. Uh, yes. I wear a lot of beanies now. Mm-hmm. Um, and wa- if I walk through my house quickly without one, my head gets cold. It's like a breeze. Right. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this on your podcast services and you're like Adam's bald, he used to have such wonderful curls. I need to see what this looks like. You can either go to his uh, Twitter ch- uh, page, uh, twittercom slash Adam, or you can go to the Twitch VOD later on and see Adam's like on you know on, on the Twitter page. You just see a picture of Adam's bald head. In yes. this, you actually see his bald head moving. It's cra- It's uh, it's totally different. <laughs> it's almost creepy. Yeah. It's like it's like 50% more aerodynamic. Uh-huh. You could run faster now. Yes. If only I weren't fat. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, just be careful on slipping sides as well, too, you know. I mean, I'm not going down on my head. Well, you know, your aerodynamic is what I'm saying. Oh, just you were just yeah. a torpedo yeah. going. Yeah, down. like, like yeah. a scene in Christmas exactly. vacation, and you're just you almost just gone. Oh man, diving in a pool, I'm gonna be Olympic yeah. swim, swimmer yeah. fast. Yeah. It's like a, you know what I'm gonna refrain from that um, reference. <laughs> yep, sure. <laughs> of course, we have the one and only, the best comic book content creator on YouTube, Blur Without Fear, Ernie. That's me. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. There you go. <laughs> I was also like slowly watching. I was like letting him like finish chewing your carrot, and I was like, let me make sure that I ex- like elongate this introduction so he can get through the carrot. <laughs> no, um, it, it was um, it reminded me of um, I was just, uh, it's like a, a GIF or GIF whatever um that's always back. I use it a lot of times when people like mention me and stuff on Twitter, and I was put up like, hey, that's me. Hey, that's me. <laughs> but yes, uh, I, I am here. I am here <laughs> for the shenanigans. The shenanigans we've had. <laughs> yeah. Even before we started recording, shenanigans have we yeah. have had. Definitely. Shenanigans have been held. Right before we were about to start recording, the internet went out, and that was a lot of fun for me to deal with. It went out at such an mm-hmm. appropriate time, though, because like it happened, it, like you had this look on your face. It was just so perfect to the moment mm-hmm. of everything that was actually going on at the time. I was like, "That's the first time the internet." No, that, no, that's the first time the internet has gone out since October. We were, uh, we were at, at first. We were a bit baffled. We're like, "Is he frozen? He's frozen." Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Are frozen. And of course, the round out this. Fatal four away of local Memphis podcasters, nerdy podcasters. Trust me, I had to work around that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> is the man that does it all. You know him. You love him. You know, say Jose. What up? What's up? Hey, but you, you killed it on that save, though. You really did. Well, I was trying to stay away from foursome. And so, and so, yeah. So your brain said, "Way, <laughs> For, yeah." Well, because you know, it went back to everything. As everyone says on Twitter, everything's wrestling. And so it went to wrestling. So I was like, "A fatal fourth way is a wrestling match." So I was able to stay away from foursome until I just brought it up. Hey, but you know, now we know. Yeah, that's nah, how yeah. we all think. We yeah. like. We all thought the same thing. Well, I thought quartet, I thought quartet, but that sounded more like a musicy thing. Like we're not really doing a lot of music here. Um, well, if uh, if a few of us hum, we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Let's. I, I would say we would refrain from that. Okay, that's fair. Oh, this is not related to any of our topics, but I did just see this on Twitter, and I wanted to tell uh, Ernie this. I bought the Venomnibus. So, yes. <laughs> For those of you listening that don't know what that is, it's a collection of good Lord. It's thick. Uh, it is a collection of Venom comics uh, from uh, Ryan Stegman. And um, oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Oh, his Donnie, name. Oh, Donnie, Donnie Cates. Cates. And Donnie Cates. That's right. <sighs> it is um, Venom number one through thirty five. Venom annual number one. Web of Venom Venom. Uh, Web of Venom Carnage Reborn. Web of Venom Wraith. Absolute Carnage 1 through 5, King and Black 1 through 5, and Material from Free Comic Book Day 2019, Spider-Man Venom, as well as Free Comic Book Day 2020, Spider-Man Villain uh, Venom, and Incoming number 1, and Carnage Black, White, and Blood number 2. Nice. Well, I have purchased it's currently about $90 hardcover on Amazon. Uh, you can get it cheaper in other places. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And not it, not illegally. It's just cheaper in other places. Mm. That, the way I said it made it sound nefarious. I purchased it legally from a vendor. So right on. <laughs> Speaking of vendors, oh, this is going to be a segue. We've got a couple of people that sponsor this program. That's that could be considered vendors, I guess. Perhaps who might they be? Well, first off, the wonderful people at New Wing Order here in Memphis, Tennessee, the 901, as some would say, the best wings in Southern Grub here in the 901. They, you can find them at newwingorder.com or on all the social media pages, New Wing Order on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, probably even TikTok at this point. Um, they are a food truck, a local food truck that slings the best wings in the city, and they now have a uh, brick and mortar store or kitchen at ghost river brewery downtown on bill street so please if you are in the memphis area anytime go find them whether it be around the city or downtown seriously best wings here in memphis and don't forget to ask for the nerd 901 sauce that's right we have our own wing sauce as a big fan of wings you can imagine how extremely happy i am to have a wing sauce named after us (laughs) secondly Dustin and Maria Starr have brought wrestling back to Memphis. We have a local feel of wrestling again with Memphis Wrestling here in Memphis, Tennessee, where you can find them on YouTube.com slash Memphis Wrestling. They don't go by Championship Wrestling anymore. They buy Memphis Wrestling. They are on YouTube. So here's they got a new thing going on. On Saturdays, when they premiere an episode at noon, it is still on their YouTube channel. But if you're in the Memphis area and want to watch their actual 
show on C on CW, it comes on at five on Saturdays now. So a little little, little mix, mixing match there going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> schedule, scheduling with uh <laughs> with um basketball had to push them to five. So yes, if you are want some wrestling, if you want some local wrestling, but has a lot of cool like you know big time flair with AEW stars and Impact stars like former Impact Wrestling champ, uh, women's champ Mickey James has been here, and uh, former Ring of Honor champion wrestler uh, Jonathan Grisham has been here, and Moose and so many other people, a lot of legends. So that being said. Those are our two wonderful people for sponsoring this program, Newing Order and Memphis Wrestling. Thank you so much for all the friendly help that you gave and all the support that you have been giving us for the past few years. I went and got uh, those like olive oil, like what is it? What's the flavor for the for January? Lemon, lemon, nope. olive, lemon no, rosemary. No. Rosemary, yeah. Thank you. Incredible. That, uh, yeah, that is that is a low key one of the best flavors that, that newing order has mm-hmm. yeah it, it is it is really good and i wish that was a staple instead of like a monthly flavor yeah man trust me you and everyone else said that by the way by the way this can't go on this can't this this can't be unsaid can i go unsaid here shout out to the tigre our homie cypher world in the <laughs> chat hanging out <laughs> What's up? Hang, hanging out. We don't ever get to see the homie in here, and we were here with our friend, said, Cypher World. I said, you're a monthly flavor. Ooh. Ooh. Cypher seeing me bald. My monthly flavor would probably be just like, what's the most flavor of White Claw I had that week? Is it tangerine? <coughs> what? Is it lemon? <laughs> Is it grapefruit? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> also, shout out to my homie Banky up in here. Straight yes. out of Blurcoa. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a Blurcoa feel up in here. Oh yeah, we love, take that. We love the Blurcoa love. Big fan of the big we, we appreciate the view and stopping by for this podcast. We're gonna we do our so we're you know Nick's gonna get into it. We do a un, a very untraditional um, mm-hmm. game of the year type thing. We do our or nerd podcast. of the nerd, nerd of the year. Yeah, I do. Property of the I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just you know Our we just call it the nerd nerd nine hundred one awards is what we call yeah, it. Yeah, nerd nine hundred one awards. <clears throat> there you go. One time we're gonna do like we're t- one year we're gonna do it big. We'll be like dressed up, not dressed up, like have like you know. No, we'll we'll get dressed up. We'll do multiple. You know, we'll pop off. Yeah. We'll, okay. Okay. Everybody, okay. everybody we'll has it. multiple outfits. And will there be people coming? Mm-mm, no, we're just gonna produce it with the four of us in a location where we go on the screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, we'll I bet we, I, we could get a couple. I, I bet we could get some guests. Yeah, some guest cool. presenters. We we'll can, treat it like the Met Gala. Yes. Only it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. We we can't we cannot miss the opportunity to have the best dressed man in Memphis, which is uh, our friend Dom. Because uh, like, oh yeah, no, ooh, yeah, he's ooh, ooh, he's yeah. always on point there. So that's yeah. my Captain yeah. America. Yeah, oh, yes. Facts, <laughs> facts, uh, sir. He's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's canon. Yeah. He's on a cover. He, of fucking he movie, is canon. He's canon. Do you know how cool it is to go to the gym in the morning, like my, at six, and run into Captain America? No, you don't. No, <laughs> you no. don't. But you do. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we, 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 yeah we could train like a Met Galatai <laughs> deal, and we just be like, 
what, NSA Jose, what is it? Uh, who are you wearing at this uh, this gala event? <laughs> oh, look, no. he's, he's, he's wearing Luffy, of course. He's wearing uh, he's wearing Ichiro Oda, um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know, the hoodie didn't fools. give it away. We're a bunch of fools. That's what we. Oh, yeah, yeah, mine yeah. would be uh, mine would be jogger joggers by Amazon. <laughs> my see, mine would be joggers by no, insert coin. So insert coin. Uh, if you're yeah. listening all the way in the UK, please sponsor us and give me free clothing. Um, also, I want my, made my shirt. I want my jacket um, <laughs> because Royal. By the way, Royal Mail is protesting, so don't order things from the UK right now. It doesn't come. <laughs> I'm sad. Anyway, <laughs> I think uh, the dog's getting in the bathroom. I don't know if that's a problem or not for you there, Jose. Uh, it's a uh, the closet. Oh, okay, Sorry. right on. I didn't know what I didn't know what was behind you. <laughs> I'm just saying I could wear. I could be yeah. everyone. He's got, a, he's got literally a, the hat of. He's got all the, all the, hats. the hats. The man that wears all the hats. That's why he does it all. That's why he does it all. Um. All right. Yeah. So, like I was saying, we do kind of our own traditional, uh, uh, untraditional awards. We call them the Nerd Nine One Awards. Just. For what we've done in 2022, or uh, as far as gaming and anime or, or comics, just whatever we feel is on our list. So we don't do like your typical, we do do a game of the year, uh, personal game of the year. We don't try to like make everyone, uh, you know, we don't make to like one a, game a nerd not a one one where it's like, right. we all have to agree on yeah, that. Yeah. And we don't do, you know, best action game or best F- FPS or best anything like that. We do things that we think that kind of answer to how we are as, as, as the four, the four of us in our community and how, especially with our games that we, we do stream over things we do do is like our, you know, for charity. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I walked you. I walked you right into that one. <laughs> and I'm childish. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, couldn't um, help it either. So we will start off, Adam. So I we have the list in front of us here. I think yeah. I assume we all of us do. Is there one that you want to start off with, or off the jump, or do you want to go just kind of down? Let's let's start with the negative. Okay. Okay. I want to yeah. go negative to positive. I think uh, you're right. I think that's yeah. right. Um, I would like to start off with everybody's biggest disappointment. It doesn't have to be games. It can be movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, so I'd like to start off with that. Do you want me to kick it off or does somebody else want to go? Well, it's, yeah. So, well, yeah. Since you're Mr. Negative, I think you kick it off. <laughs> I, I'm Nega Adam. Has yeah. no hair. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now here's the real question, though. Can I turn are my camera to, black and white? Sorry. Well, like, are you, you going should to be able to? Are are you is is Nega Adam and regular Adam are they two separate entities? And if so, when they meet, will you learn the power of self respect? I believe so. I believe so. <laughs> and even Ryan more important questions. You know, as as a millennial, we all have this, but imposter syndrome, that's a real thing. Bro, and so yeah. if once Neg once Nega Adam and uh when we on the Jose's game of the years one piece odyssey. This year be at that one. It's this year. Hey Gabby. Uh, hey, Gabby. Also being twenty plus hours in, I'm not even halfway through the game yet. It's yeah, it's so not, not a short oh, game. Damn. It's a JRPG, it's not sure. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I was thinking like it was going to be like the Dynasty Warriors mm. one. No, 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 that's the Pirate Warriors. Warriors. There's one piece that's, of yeah, Warriors. Pirate Warriors. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Um, but no. Uh, okay. So my biggest disappointment of the year is not a game. Uh, truth be told, in 2022, I didn't play a ton of variety of games. I played, well, mm-hmm. I played a lot of my um steam deck that were like older games i didn't play a lot of the games that came out this past year uh and the ones that i did play i made sure they were games that i was going to enjoy spending my time with um so my biggest disappointment this year uh we've already talked about this on a podcast before is um how the how netflix is handling the witcher um mm. just 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 the property in general coming. uh just the property in general and um like you know they they want the writer or the writers are changing the story and, and that's why henry cavill's leaving so a you're losing an incredible Geralt, and then b this like other witcher story that recently came out on netflix that completely changes the lore of the witcher because oh, it was a blood origin yeah because it's like oh the first witcher was a was an elf and it's like no it wasn't <laughs> like why are you lying <laughs> the humans were the first witchers because they came in with the monsters anyway it's a whole thing and it it changes like the entire thing and it's like oh well the witcher could have kids and it's like well now you're implying that like witchers can have kids even though like witchers are sterile and, yeah, supposed to be, yeah. and it completely cheapens Geralt and Yennefer's relationship with Siri because, oh, well, they could have just had a kid. No, they couldn't. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my biggest disappointment of 2022 was net- how Netflix handles everything Witcher related. So there you mm. go. Yes. Toss a coin to Henry Cavill because the industry is doing him dirty. Agreed, Cypher. <clears throat> wow. Uh <laughs> Ernie, what you got? Oh man, uh, for me, mine is actually going to be uh, my mine will be a game. Mine will be because I didn't really see I didn't really see many movies that disappointed me. I didn't really see many TV shows that disappointed me, uh, not in that fashion. Um, but uh, the thing that got me there was a little game that was uh, supposed to come out. And uh, for anyone who knows me well enough, you know, I play a lot of Dead by Daylight. And uh, mm. there was supposed to be a game coming out supposed to be the Dead by Daylight killer, which it was never going to be realistically. But uh, the game came out. And instead of coming out to the fanfare of millions of happy oh, no. fans, it was. Oh, no. I already know where this is going. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it came out to the millions of wet farts. Uh, Video Horror Society, otherwise known as VHS, um, which you know, to be fair, it 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 it, it did all the wrong things. It did all <clears> the <throat> things that you shouldn't do when you're trying to make a game, even a free to play game. Um, uh, it did all the things you shouldn't do when you're trying to make something like that take off in a in a in a genre where there's already a king which is Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime another game tries to come out to, to be in the same arena as Dead by Daylight, the games always fail. They always fall flat on their ass. And this game did it almost in spectacular fashion. Um, and while I can find a lot to like about it, it's definitely a game that I wished would have uh, been more uh, than what it ultimately became if that mm-hmm. makes any sense um 
but yeah, that yeah, Video Horror Society really hurt my feelings uh, because long queue times, uh, it it having no MMR, uh, you know, for those of you, it, for people who don't play yeah. Dead by Daylight, what's MMR? So basically, this is a uh, as uh, was it a matchmaking uh, rating. If I remember correctly, but basically, uh, for those who aren't familiar, uh, Dead by Daylight's like a, a an asynchronous multiplayer game. Like, so you're playing a four v one. You as four survivors versus one you know killer. Uh, VHS was the same thing. It was four you know survivors versus one you know monster or killer, or whatever. Uh, but in the case, what made VHS different from DBD is that in Dead by Daylight, you can't fight back against the monsters. Yeah. But in VHS, the whole point of it was that you can fight back against. The monsters, and I think this is where a lot of people who came into it expecting it to be just like Dead by Daylight, this also hurt the game because it's actually closer in practice to a game called Evolve that was like three or four years ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> like if, if 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 Evolve would have came out closer to the time that Dead by Daylight came out, people would be playing Evolve most likely mm-hmm. than instead of playing you know Dead by Daylight. That's neither here nor there. Point of the matter is, um. But MMR is something that DBD has where it takes players of similar caliber and puts them in the same mattress together. So that way mm-hmm. you don't have people who are, you know, uh, super cracked players that are like, you know, super sweaty, super good. They win like 99.9% of the time. You don't have them going up against players who are fresh, brand new into the game, uh, literally just starting out, and it creates a poor experience. And that's what the game is suffering from. Uh, I think even still now, I don't think they have a an MMR system. And even if they did, it wouldn't matter because the queue times are absolutely positively ridiculous. Uh, I've seen people wait 10 to 15 to 20 minutes for one match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just how bad it is right now. But my one instance playing with y'all, uh, we had mm-hmm. the sweatiest monster mm-hmm. players. And yeah, even back then when a lot of people were playing, it was still a long wait time because it wasn't yep. like a not not enough people wanted to play monster, right? Yeah, it's uh there were there were more like you played monster, you would <clears> queue up, probably get a match within like less than you know thirty seconds to a minute, maybe. Yeah. But if you wanted to play Survivor, you could wait anywhere from fifteen minutes to almost. I think the longest I've ever waited was fifteen minutes, but yeah. still. Um, which is just it's 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 not, and it, especially if you have a bad experience, you're not gonna want to go back into that. Nope, right? So, I installed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I don't. I like honestly it, to to put to 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 give you an idea of how poorly received the game is. Ots Darva, one of the biggest content creators for DBD that there is. Um, on one of his streams, his title was "If I lose," like he was playing Killer. He says, "If I lose, I play VHS." Oof. And when he lost a match as killer, he had to play VHS and he was not pleased with how long it took him to get a match. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, that's not where I thought you were going. Actually, I thought you were going to go with Dragon Ball Z Breakers, to be honest, if I'm, you know. Oh, no. Uh, That game doesn't bother me at all. No, no, no. The expectations weren't up here. Uh, Yeah. No, No, I I thought you were going to go with I thought you were going to go with Evil Dead. That's where I thought you were going. Evil Dead would have made it if not for VHS. Evil Evil Dead broke my heart as well, but uh, yeah. for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Never seen developers kill their own game so fast. Yeah, <laughs> I bought that game ready to play, and then with I think within like two weeks, you're like, "No, it's not. No. We're not doing this." Like, well, we stopped. There goes that. I played a few uh, matches yeah. with Ernie and Carter, and it was like, "We're um, probably we're not, not playing this, this anymore." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jose, Which what do you got? Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, it was it was for, for worst of, of the year. No disappointment of the year. Yeah. Oh, disappointment of the year. Which I guess would can be considered worst of the year too. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Mario Strikers. I was. I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah, pour one out for the homie on that one for sure. That one yeah. killed me. That you one was so. Yeah, I, bro. Oh, Jose, yeah, dude. Jose and I were. That was all he ever talked about. We were, that yeah. was the hype, bro. That was the hype. Striker sequel win. Mm-hmm. Right, like for years, for years, for bro. Years. I mean, like, yeah, there was the one on Wii, but <clears throat> it just wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah. Like we didn't have something on Switch, and then it just feels like it could have been so much more. And it just felt like I don't know. It was missing too much. And, and to be perfect, they tried to cram. It was missing a ton, but they also tried to cram like too many skill sets into it it felt like mm-hmm. like uh, playing the tutorial i was like there's too much stuff to do to play this game yeah 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 for sure yeah, yeah. they made it like it was nice that it became a little more complex but it wasn't friendly for people who were like not used to it at all yeah and even then it wasn't like straightforward with the new complexities yeah. so it was confusing when to use what yeah because it's like even like even in the sense of trying to go up for the, like to volley a header it's just it was almost impossible mm-hmm. like you couldn't lobby you couldn't lob a, a header like yeah. it was it yeah. was it's the controls were like supposed to be friendly but they really weren't they weren't that friendly and then then they try to you know bring the community back in with like the the leagues or the or the, the teams or whatever mm-hmm. And that just didn't like. I joined one, but I never felt like I was a part of it because it, it doesn't yeah. feel like an actual community type of game because you just go in and play like just whenever. Like it didn't feel like you were doing something with your teammates. Yeah, and so, also, have did, uh, did you play? Did you play Wii? Not Wii, but uh, Switch Sports any at all? Did you play that any at all? No. I was going to ask you if you thought that the soccer in that game was was better or not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the soccer itself <laughs> the soccer itself i think is all right yeah but yeah. like the assist stuff just kind of felt weird this summer and also the characters that they chose this one's just a very personal choice uh for me they got rid of the different like assisting characters yeah like the Koopas, Koopas yeah. the, the smaller Koopas with the yeah. helmets. Yeah. Like those were funny. The energy that the teammates always had. Um yep. like those I, those highlights I still remember way more from GameCube <clears throat> versus like any of the ones from the new game. The art style was cool when it changed yeah. for the super strike. Yeah, it yeah. Was really it was very that. cool. But after a while, it was just like, okay. Because it, it feels also like it was too easy to continuously do super strikes, mm. even with like a harder difficulty. 
and where in the first one you enjoy i feel like you enjoyed a little more when you actually got the super strike because you didn't get to do it as often and also i feel the goalie ai was better before than it is now yeah there there were definitely some shots that you would like not not only as a player taking against the ai goalie but you know your ai goalie taking from the ai as well like like you, why didn't you save that that's so that's yeah. sa- such a saveable just shot. drop it just drop the shot and then yeah then they can run in and just you know kind of just like yeah. barely kick it in yeah mm-hmm. i agree the the ai to- like in just in totality of the game just felt d- watered down yeah agreed hmm. that, that is a disappointment i didn't even think about that one that's a heartbreaker yeah, because there was also a full sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It didn't feel like it could. It should have been. And yeah, there just wasn't enough content there for it. Mm-mm. And then there's not enough continuous content over the past, you know, months. Mm. Felt like it, yeah. almost like Avengers. <laughs> R.I.P. What is uh? What about you, Nick? What's your biggest disappointment? I have two jotted down, but I think I'm gonna go with one obviously but the the little small one was there's something in horizon forbidden west that i know bummed a lot of people out um but that's not the thing that bummed me out the most this year okay the thing the thing that bummed me out the most thing i was disappointed in and i understand that they're working hard at it so it makes sense but not hearing anything from netherrealm that was my most disappointing thing of 2022. Just, you know, like we've got uh Tekken 8 coming out. Oh, so, uh, so, uh, we're assuming this year. We know Street Fighter 6 is coming out June of this year. But just it's been since MK11 that we haven't heard anything from from uh, NetherRealm, from NR. And it's just, what are they doing? I, I, I don't need to even see gameplay or a trailer for anything. Just as me as a big fighting fan, I just want to know what you're doing. You could just like a blog post. Hey, this is what we're doing. We're doing MK12. We're doing, you know, people think the room, the rumor is Marvel versus DC that I I don't think that's happening. Um, But, you know, I just after MK11, are they doing an injustice three? I, I, ultimately, I do think it's going to be MK12, which is fine. But I just want to know what like as I'm a huge NetherRealm fan, you know, probably one of the biggest that people in our circle may know. Um, and yeah. so I just want to, I'm just disappointed to not see anything the entire year go by and every opportunity, you know, summer's game fest, um, whatever, you know, Xbox or PlayStation small conference thing or whatever they do. You know, I know it's kind of, you know, few and far between this year, but even up to game awards where that was kind of always Ed Boone's, um, you know, area the, the the showcase of him just giving up showing off the games that they were doing was always games awards so coming games awards it comes around and there's nothing it's just yeah major disappointment on my end yeah it's been almost four years since mk11 so yeah that's a long time and from when they started when they rebooted mk with mk quote-unquote nine then injustice and then mk10 and then injustice 2 into mk11 that's the longest time frame we've gone since they've announced anything. It's always been like a, a every other year, two year type of announcements. Um, so it's, yeah, maybe maybe I, they're building from a new engine. 
that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. They're building from a new engine, or they are building that that rumored open world type of Mortal Kombat um, mm. game. That it's going to be kind of like a you know run around kind of a. I think they did it. I want to say it was either it was. I want to say deception is either deception or de- it was deception or maybe Armageddon. That's it was one of those right. two. Uh, was, I think. I think. Uh, you know. I think it's. The I think it was Armageddon. Was- or you think it's Armageddon? I think it was I Armageddon. Play, I didn't play Armageddon. That's I think it was Armageddon. I think it was Armageddon where they where you had a create or not a created character, but you had a certain character and you walked around the world to find you know your your missions or whatever. And at, at that time, that was a little too um, it, you know oh, kind of going back to that is deception and Armageddon. Okay, yeah, okay. So like to kind of circling back to evolve. In that time, it was a little heaven's time to have a fighting game where you're going around the world, you know, finding your missions and then, um, you know, fighting as this character. So I'm, I'm wondering if something similar to that. And that's why it's taking so long. Cause it's, it's a big build. Conquest mode is what he said. Yeah. Got that sounds. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's my biggest disappointment. in It's not hearing anything from nether realm. So hopefully we'll hear something this year, but okay. I don't know when. So moving to the next category, um, I wouldn't call these necessarily negative, but they're less positive than the others. So we'll go with um, <clears throat> didn't finish uh, or didn't play. Which one do you want to do? Or we can just do them both. Like a separate categories? Yeah, they're separate categories. Didn't finish and okay. didn't play. <laughs> I could definitely do both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we're going to do both. I just meant like, do you want to do them at the same time? Or yeah, you do them yeah. How, oh. And then we go with this. We can snake it too. So since you started, I'll start this one and then it goes back to you. Sure. So that way we're not just kind of going the same. Yeah. Roundabout. Um, so my, the game that I did not finish and still have not finished, I, I, I hope to, um, is Forbidden Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. I've still not finished that game. And this kind of goes back to Ashton the big. Nice. Yes. I mean, I want to, but. This kind of goes back to my the second portion of my biggest disappointment. There's a moment in that game that happens and it really just kind of threw me off. And it just like it just did not sit well with me. And I just I did not feel like um finishing the game. And then once I started feeling like that, there's so much to do and so many different side missions. I kind of started feeling a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And um I was just like, man, I don't know if I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now. Like, I want to, I want to continue the story and, and and you know get to where the to the climax of the. I think of I know which part game. you're talking about. I'm sure you do. I think so too. Um, I, I just DM'd him to see if we're yeah. all on the same page there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's about a certain character. How about that, Adam? Okay, I know who you're talking about then. Yeah. Yeah. So that happens, and I was just like, man, I just like it just kind of lost me. And I just didn't know if I could go back to that. Yeah. And I, and I went further. Yeah. And I went further past it, obviously, just trying to kind of push through it. But I was just like, I just felt like that was so unnecessary moment to do something like that because it was just for shock value and added nothing to the actual story, I felt like. Um, and so, yeah, I haven't gone back to it. And I, I, I plan on it. I'm, I'm literally, I think I'm like two hours left to finishing that game. <laughs> and I, I was just... Need- I just need to knock it out and just like finish the story. And as much as I want to platinum it and I want to like, cause for the first game I wanted a platinum it and I want to get all the cool, you know, armor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This far into it now, I just need to finish the story and just lay well, it to bed. Are you going to play the DLC? 
I'm going to let y'all play the DLC and then let me know if I should play the okay. DLC. I was gonna say you, if you wanted to play that, I'd say just wait for the DLC and play it then. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hey, the same thing. Yeah. Also, uh, well, I'll wait till the, I'll wait till the, uh, till the ad's done when, uh, we give us an ad. I think. Oh, we got, we got an ad rolling right now. Yeah. There's an ad roller right now. I'm a, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it when we come back from it, but okay. But yeah, no, I would do. I same. hate that, by the way. Like, I can't turn those off anymore. And so, like, there's just portions of the show people miss. You have but, to like. But you have is to that like, in the recording too? Like on the podcast? As no, well? it's not on the record. It's not on the oh. VOD. It's only on the live. Oh, how much of it? I wonder how much they missed. We we stopped talking about most things because of the ad, y'all. But you uh, can catch it later on YouTube because we're gonna upload it on YouTube, right, Adam? Oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, or they that you know, was the 2022 goal. We can try again. In I mean, they, or you know, they, you got you got a Prime subscription, so I mean, you know, you could just always hit that little Prime subscription button and give your boys that subscribe, and you won't have to worry about ads. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So you you didn't miss much. Nick essentially just said he's not not sure if he's going to go back, and if we if he plays, he's going to wait for us to play the DLC for Forbidden West before he tries it out. So I will be playing the DLC on that one. So yeah. Right. So now do it. Do I uh, do I couple in? That's up to you. If you want to couple it in, you can. If you or we can make it a separate. I'll, I'll knock it out real quick because it's super simple and sure. it's not. It's not. But a uh, game that I didn't play, which as of recently I have started, but um, I always wanted to play, but never got around to it, is As Dusk Falls. It's on mm. Game Pass. Uh, it's a narrative-driven game where you you know it's a almost. You know, you choose your kind of own adventure, choose your choices type feel. Yeah. Uh, the artwork, the, the uh, art style is amazing. It's incredible. And I absolutely love it. I see you, Cypher, with that subscribe, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Cypher. <laughs> My man. Uh, you, said, you said, hey, how about that Amazon Prime? He's like, bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm telling you, if it's sitting there. If you're not subscribed, those, those bucks. If if it's just sit, if this is just sitting there, if you're not using it, you might as well use it for us. You know what I mean? But anyways, yeah, as does falls, narrative driven, choose your you know choose your choices type deal thing, and those kind of add on to the sto- those affect the story uh, moving forward. That's mine. I will hand it over to Jose. All right, so Horizon Forbidden West was almost going to be the one I didn't complete. But I completed it like two it. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That's yeah, that. You beat it te- like by two technicality. Days. Yeah. Yeah. By technicality, was it 2023? Maybe. <laughs> but that, that, that's but all, that before the show. That's all that mattered. Yeah. Anything you did before but, today. But look, the game came out last year. That's what matters. And you played most of it last year. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't yeah. realize it. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Nick, when you go back to the game, remember there are skill points you earn and you can use (laughs) because I do the same thing in every game where I go back. I pick up a game and I forget that there's skill points. Mm -hmm. So the game becomes a little harder by accident. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, a, I'm a fully aware of the skill points. I've used the skill Okay, points. Yeah. No, so like I did too. I <laughs> up, in, up until when I came back and I finished the game and I saw almost 30 skill points. I was yeah. like, oh. You, you, you have so much skill points you can like open everything on all the trees and you still have skill points left over. Oh no, there's still plenty of trees. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, 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 he yeah. did the same thing with God of War 2018 too. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Yep, did. Did you, was it you? Or was, was it someone else that did the same thing with Spider Man? It was also. Uh, I think that was, was also. That was also you. Yeah. 
Oh, I only got certain upgrades at the time, and hey, it's not real life. But, you don't have to save up money or skill points. You know, you can like, just spend this shit freely. <laughs> yeah. Look, I know that now. Okay, like as of three seconds ago. <laughs> but uh, so my actual game, I didn't finish. Of course, there are multiple, but the main one, nobody saves the world, and uh, I'm really disappointed in myself for it. It's a good one because I did spend the first weekend playing it playing like 24 hours oh yeah you grinded for a, a weekend oh yeah and and it was ridiculously fun it's a good game and i just didn't get the same kind of time to like sit down and continuously play it because that's how i enjoyed playing that one specifically even yeah. though it's like a, another roguelike yeah which leads right into uh a game i didn't play right now I didn't really get past the first boss, so I'll say I didn't really play it. Elden Ring. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I got in. Me neither. I I ran across the map to get the one skill I wanted. Good point. <laughs> what? Uh, Cypher said you need to change your name to Skill Point. Skill Jose. Point Jose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have all the skill points, I just never use them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I made it all the way across the map just for the Bloodhound step. Got it. And then I was still getting crushed by everything because it's not really a damaging like skill or weapon. You talking about with the, with the bloodhound fang, <laughs> curve sword? No, with no, just the step. Oh, just the yeah, step. The, oh, the yeah. little. Oh, okay, got. Yeah, because I just wanted the anime dash. Yep, yep. And that's all I really wanted. And then when I finally went up against the first boss a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm not ready for this at all. <laughs> so it was just like I never, never even played it. Yeah, because I only got to play it like twice with y'all, and y'all carried me past. Uh, uh, we, the we, did we get him past Godric, or did we get him past? Uh, no, I fought past... Godric alone. Yeah, I about to say we 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 took him to Margit. It was on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got you past Margit, but, but they're like a minor boss, right? Yeah, but Godric is like the first like real boss. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because yeah. Margaret, dude, kicked my ass. Margaret shows up again. So. Oh, okay. Spoilers for Elden Ring. <laughs> I mean, will I ever play? I don't know at this point. Cipher said there's a One Piece mod for Elden Ring. I have seen that on TikTok and uh, Twitter Look. when they were when it was like Whitebeard. We just mm. need to find it on sale on PC, and then you can play the uh, seamless multiplayer mod with me and Ernie. Uh, and uh, it's really that, that's fun. That's the way. That is the way. So wait, do y'all have it on PC and PlayStation 5? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just PS5. <laughs> Ernie and I have it on both. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Adds up. How many hours do I have on PS5? Well over 100. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll put it this way. When they did the PlayStation wrap-up, Let's just say there was no game that could come close to Same. the 300 some odd hours I had put in Elden Ring. <laughs> let me uh, just I, let me just say that I'll say at the time they said, <laughs> yeah, he said, Sever said I'm, not, I'm not. I didn't know I was talking to rich folks. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on sale. 
So, uh, no, for, for, yeah, for same for me here is, uh, when that like wrap up came up, I hadn't, it, we hadn't hit Christmas break yet. I put a lot of hours into Christmas break. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> Ernie, I think, uh, so I think we yeah, can say, Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I guess I'll go ahead and just say as far as I can be quick, I- I'm going to do mine, I guess, kind of backwards. Uh, okay. The game I didn't play was Bayonetta three. Yeah. I didn't get to play it. Uh, however, I actually watched Cypher uh, play it on stream. So I yeah, almost yeah. feel like I don't have to now. Vicariously <laughs> uh, it- through him. Yeah. Yeah, I, which honestly was quite entertaining. I highly recommend uh, if you go, you know, uh, go check the homie out, Cipher World. Uh, you know, he he handled it. He, I watched him play the game. He beat it. Uh, I got to, and, and you know, and I can I can say these things. I feel like without actually giving anything away, but I feel like um, I got to see a little bit of Spider Man No Way Home. I got to see a little bit of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I got to see Just Dance mechanics for some odd reason. Uh, <laughs> I got to see uh, probably one of the most egregiously long like gaming credits in the history of gaming credits. And even more so, like you, know, you know, people talk about, oh man, when, can I... You know, you, when people watch Marvel movies, like, man, can I get up? Can I leave now? Can I leave now? Am I going to miss anything if I get up? No, dude, if you were one of those people, if you were playing, if you're the type of person who plays a video game and it's over and the credits get up, it, like the credits start going, you just get up and walk off. You're going to come back to a game over screen. That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> uh, I think it happens twice. Uh, it was it was just wild. This is all, this is all in Bayonetta 3. <laughs> This was all in Bayonetta 3, which, to be fair, I actually thought it was cool. Like, I'm still going to go back and play it myself eventually. Hmm. But um, but I felt like I was like, OK, cool. I, I was like, I, I can sleep on this for a while now. I can I can give it time. Um, as far as the game I didn't uh, finish, uh, there was a game I picked up that came out this year called Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Hmm. I did not finish it uh, and not because I didn't enjoy it, but because uh, it's they're very long games. These are like hundred plus hour games um, where for those not familiar Pathfinder, it's the uh, Dungeons and Dragons alternative. It was literally it was basically a, a way to keep Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 around yep. after Dungeons and Dragons had moved on to like fourth and fifth edition. Um and it's a fun game it's very difficult and it's one of those games where i think i said something on twitter about this about how if a game if i'm not having fun with it anymore i will turn the difficulty down because i don't care mm-hmm. um I, I don't i don't care about the trophies the achievements whatever or the accolades or whatever i just want to have fun same and this is probably going to be one of those games i do that with this will probably be one of those games i do that with but um but I really enjoyed it. I, I like the story set up to it. The game has so many different like random and crazy builds and classes you can come up with because you can because basically it's Dungeons and Dragons. You can multi-class and do all kinds of crazy stuff. I've seen all these ridiculous level 20 builds that like have one level of this, five levels of that, four levels of this, eight levels of that, one level of this. Like it, it, you can get granular with it. It's not necessary, but like it was cool. It was fun to play. Uh, um, to start off playing a game that took place in a fantasy setting where I'm not necessarily encouraged to be a good person. 
Mm. Uh, where and that's one of the things I do like about the path and not just this one, but the other Pathfinder uh, games like Kingmaker, like you don't necessarily have to be a good guy. You can be a bad person if you want to. Uh, There's no penalty for it. Um, And yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. Uh, I liked it, but I just I never finished it. Just I think I got like 10, I think I got 15 or 20 hours into it and Midnight Suns came out. So there you have it. Yeah, that'll do it. And you also dove head first into Solasta. I yes, I did. I did. (laughs) Which is which is a more authentic Dungeons and Dragons experience. Mm, That's true. (laughs) Yeah. So so there's that. Gotcha. Um, The games. I got two games that I have I started and have not finished, uh, even though I love them. Um, Cult of the Lamb was my travel game. Uh, so while I was traveling for work, I put lots of hours into Cult of the Lamb and had a lot of fun with it. Um, it is very good. Being a terrible, terrible <laughs> sheep cult leader. Um, so so that was fun. Uh, I really like the game. Probably going to play a lot more of it in the next few weeks after I eventually roll credits on Elden Ring. Um, and uh, it'll be my travel game until Breath of the Wild. Uh, sorry, not Breath of the Wild. Tears, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Same thing. Um, we'll see. Maybe. And uh, <clears throat> so you're talking to the biggest Zelda fan we know. Like feels like the same thing, you know. <sighs> For my experience with Zelda games, this feels like the so. Same the thing. other game that I uh, played and uh, didn't <laughs> and didn't get to finish, but I absolutely love this game, and I I sang its praises when it was in uh, beta. Was Weird West? Uh, I love Weird West. I think it's really fun. Uh, is that on Game Pass? No, I think a I preview think so. is. I think you can play a preview of Weird West. I did want to play that game and I never got to it. It is very fun. Um, and they are soon to be adding a first person mod to it, which is going to be kind of terrifying. Um, but uh, it should be fun because uh, it's very it's like mixes occult things with Wild West and it's really fun. Mm. Um, I, had a, I had a good time with it, so I want to get back to it. Um, the games I didn't play and a couple of these I'm ashamed about, um, uh, Cypher, it's very good. Weird West is amazing. Um, two games that I have and fully intend to play, just haven't done it yet. Um, Pokemon Arceus and Midnight Suns. I own both of them. I have not turned them either. Well, let me phrase that. I turned Pokemon Arceus on like to get to a certain point so I could get like the DLC because the DLC that came with it expired. So I had to like get to that point, redeem the DLC and then I cut the game off. Um, And uh, so I want to play both of those and I want to play Warhammer 40,000 or Warhammer Dark Tide. I just haven't yet. Yo, when did that DLC expire? Because I got maybe to the point where you get your starter and I can't remember what I picked. I don't remember. It It expired like short like a month after the game came out or something okay <laughs> so you know the sad thing is it's been so long i don't even remember what it was and i, I don't either wow. uh i don't remember what the dlc was it's been like it's been that long since i played it so i fully intend on play especially pokemon rcs and midnight suns i fully intend on playing those but i i can't bring myself to play anything except Elden ring until i beat it so mm-hmm. there's that so those are mine so the next category, um, 
this one ought to be pretty fast, I guess. Play with friends. Yeah, um, I mean, we, that's because we did one last year, and I felt like that was one that because we, we, you know, played with friends. I would say the the game that I played hands down the most with friends this year was Fortnite. We play or last year we played well, a I'm lot saying, of Fortnite. So I also think that could also be like what was the your favorite game to play with friends? Not this the one that you played the most with. Because Fortnite, Honestly, would probably, Fortnite, Fortnite would probably, yeah. I was gonna say well, Fortnite well, too. I think for all of us, these three are gonna oh, no. ring true. Fortnite, Spider yeah. Heck, oh, and, Ultimate Chicken uh, Horse. Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah. That's yeah. true. I almost forgot I, about that. Yeah, so, yeah. So obviously, this is this is more of a uh, this is a group conversation. Group conversation. As also, it, as, you as play with be. more than two friends. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Spire, Spire Heck is the one that I put down because Spider that Heck is epic. That took over our extra life stream. Yep. Like sure wildfire. Like it was oh, yeah. like to the point that and Ultimate Ivy is so was, good. Yeah, my like kid he, is hooked on it. My yeah. kid got hooked on Spider. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's on Game Pass, um, on the co- at least on the console. Um, but you know, typically Ultimate Chicken Horse is that game that we play that takes up a majority of our time, mm-hmm. and we didn't even play that much Ultimate Chicken Horse because we were playing so much Spider Heck. That's that was the answer I put down. Yeah, I I would agree with you on that. Uh, by the way, it is on Game Pass for PC as well. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, Spider Heck is incredible. So I played Spider Heck um, at PAX West before it came out with my coworker, and we had a blast. And I came back and was like, "Guys, I have our extra life game. <laughs> it's Spider Heck." And then we played it, and we all had an amazing time. So super happy about that. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's almost to the point of like, okay. Is there anyone else out there speaking the love of Spiderhead that we are? Because if not, they need to come off. They need to come off with one of the sponsor streams. You know, I haven't seen it, but man, uh, Cipher, you have to uh, make sure you have at least two friends to play with, preferably three. Yeah, uh, a four per a four person Spiderhead game is so chaotic and so fun. Um. Yeah, that is an incredible. I mean, game. For God's sake, we're talking about spiders with uh, with lightsabers and cannons and, stuff like and yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, yeah. so uh, cipher. You can. I'm pretty sure you can play it online with folks. So we'll have to get a spider hat game going soon because it's uh it's stupid fun. We I have it on PS5 and um, Game Pass. And uh, no, I I don't have it. Well, I mean, yes, I guess I do have it on Game Pass. I have PS5, Game Pass, and Switch. Um, it's a $15 game, so and it's been on sale multiple times since it came out. So if you see Spider Heck on sale, grab it. It is it is a treat. Um yeah, super fun. Yeah, it might be the next um video game stream that we do if we can get all of us to play it at once. Yep. We just gotta get make sure everybody's got it on Game Pass. Or, yeah. or I guess PS. No, we played locally. That's why everybody didn't need it when. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we no. played on your PS. You played on your PS5. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, stupid fun game, really fun. Um, so while Jose is gone, since that was kind of a group conversation, while Jose is gone, we'll go to the next thing. Um, so let's see. We did those. Let's do best indie game. Uh, okay. All right. So or or small game, whatever. Um, yeah. Mine's going to be Cult of the Lamb again, because that's the main indie game that I played. 
Um, super fun. Love the art style. Um, had a blast playing it. Highly recommend it if you like roguelikes. Roguelite. Roguelikes. Um, and, yeah. Uh, what do they call them? And like town sims almost. So like if you've ever played Moonlighter, it's similar to Moonlighter. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I highly recommend Call of the Lamb if people haven't played it. Hey man, yeah. thank you, Cipher. Have a good one. Nick, you're up. Yeah, I was just yeah, I was just saying I know I know a lot of people love Colton Lame. It's been a lot of people's even like some people put it on their game of the year um category. It's, so it's it up took there fire. with me. Um mine is Sifu. Oh yeah. Big you know, uh it's crazy to think that Sifu came out so early in the year of twenty twenty two. Um still got a game of the year nominee and so many other different uh nominations for different things and it was just a lot of fun to play is this different style kind of same thing almost kind of like a metrovania type deal where you have to like kind of go back um the beginning to you know be better and continue through the to the through the levels but the style was fun the, the the martial arts portion of it was fun just figuring out different ways to um to complete the levels and the idea is, you know, you age as you die and the idea is you want to try and complete the level in a younger age than, you know, moving forward because when you get older, you get stronger, but your health comes down, you know, when you get hit, your health comes down more too, just because you've aged. But Sufu is one of my favorite games of the entire year. It, it went the, you know, like I think it came out of February, 2022. Um, so I went the entire year and everyone played it. And then obviously Elden Ring came out and God of War came out and Cult of the Lamb came out and the different games. But it's it always it stayed reson it resonated with me the entire seat the year. And of course when people get we got put on PC and all the different mods, you know, they had like a Daredevil mod, they had mm -hmm. uh John Wick mods, they had I've, I've just, I saw Green Ranger mods. It's just people are able to turn it into a totally different things. And of course the best part of that whole game was the hallway scene or hallway fight of the first level that looked like the daredevil hallway fight from the netflix series um so sifu sifu would be my indie game small game of the year gotcha ernie or jose um mine would be oh, okay. nobody saves the world word yeah it's from a uh, drink box games right? killer studio yep yeah. Box games. So Guacamelee one and two. If you love those, I think you'll love uh well and if you also love stuff like uh Moonlighter, I'm pretty sure you'd like it. Mm -hmm. uh, Nobody saves the world also in Game Pass. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it's leaving Game Pass. Oh, okay. I saw it the other day. Yeah, it's it'll be gone this month. Okay. If you do what I did. You know, 24 hours in a week. <laughs> you might get through half the game because it is actually pretty like in depth. You get to a point where because you're playing as this character that can switch into different like people and with different abilities for each one. You can later in the game start mixing the abilities of the different people as like one person. And you have like their, what would be, I guess, like a natural ability that they have that you don't have to activate. <clears throat> so you get to create really cool combos because 
even though the dungeon will get like regenerated, it has like certain types of like what would you call it? Like damage that you have to do to enemies so you can actually kill them yeah, or break the a shield. Type of damage, yeah. 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 And so like you get a really good depth with their mechanics, I think. Yeah. And it's, it's just really fun to be able to switch into different ones in the moment. Mm. Yeah. So what yeah, what character helped you, you know, beat that level or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. That's it was awesome. really fun. That's awesome. You got Ernie. Uh, mine is going to be uh, I actually got mentioned earlier. Uh, Celasta Crown of the Magister by Tactical Adventures. Uh, mouthful. The, it really was. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, Celasta is uh, it's it's a turn-based RPG. It's Dungeons. It's literally a simulation of the rules as written in Dungeons and Dragons. Um. And it has a it has a, a narrative already kind of built in. You create your own character and you can create other characters if you don't like the ones that are like ready, readily available. Mm-hmm. Um, it, same as I talked about with Pathfinder, you're you can play it however you want. You can be the good guy, you can be the bad guy. Um, you know, you could be pretty much any class that's in the core D&D uh, player's handbook. And almost every race that's in the core uh, Dungeons and Dragons playbook. Um, but yeah, it was, just, it was a fun game. Solid. Uh, I could tell the tactical adventures really, you know, did their homework on how to take the mechanics of a pen and paper RPG and apply them to uh, a video game where you're playing by different rules. Uh, you're, 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 you're trying to create a game from a different perspective. Uh, I thought they did a fantastic job with it. Cause I mean, it does, it legit feels like Dungeons and Dragons. I've actually, uh, it, it's kind of become my, uh, replacement, uh, for hmm. Dungeons and Dragons, like, like actually playing Dungeons and Dragons right. with other you know, people. And it, it's also cool. Cause it does have a co-op mechanic to it. So like, if you want to play with other people who have the game, you can play with other people who, have the game and uh, is this on PC or uh, it's on PC? Okay, uh, PC, uh, on Steam. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. I, there's only one bad thing I can say about the game, and honestly, it's not even really a bad thing. Uh, a lot of the extra classes and races they're locked behind DLC, which I totally get because like paid. Oh yeah, paid yeah, DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys, they're not. Uh, That's how they make not, their extra money. Well, and not to mention these these are like when I say these these are indie guys like right. The, matter of fact, if, I, if I'm if I'm being brutally honest, I think this is their only game. Like this is like the first game that they. I think you're right. Like yeah, this is the first and only game they've ever made. Uh, and they didn't have like the license of Dungeons and Dragons to do it. Like they weren't uh, uh contracted by Wizards of the Coast or anybody to make the game. It was just something that they were like, hey. There's a lot of Dungeons and Dragons games, but none of them play like actual Dungeons and Dragons. And they said, well, hold my beer. <laughs> and and they did it. I think, honestly, uh, even though I'm a huge fan of the you know, what Larian's doing with Baldur's Gate three. This is the game that I've actually I've actually had more fun playing Celasta than I have uh, uh, playing Baldur's Gate three. Uh, it's not the prettiest game on Earth, but I mean, Sometimes it doesn't matter. I, yeah, it does. It didn't really matter to me. I mean, at first I was kind of like, oh man, this game was kind of like 
dated. You know, when people say, man, that looks like a PS2 game or, oh, that looks like a PlayStation 3 game, but they're not really being truthful about what they're saying. Like, it's not that it looks like those games. Clearly, it does, but just saying that the game is they're using it as a way to say that a game looks dated. It's like a yeah. tongue in cheek remark. Yeah. 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 You could say it about Salasa and it not be entirely untrue. It does look like a PS3 game mm-hmm. for, right. uh, for a game that came out. Um, two years ago, it came out mm-hmm. in 2021. Okay, but uh, but but at the same time, it's one of those things I don't fault it for that because the graphics are what you're playing the game for. Yeah, it's uh, you're you're playing the game because you want to play a Dungeons and Dragons game, and that's mm-hmm. what I came there for. And even then, it's still not terrible. Uh, but like I will say this: if you're like a graphics whore, then yeah, you'll probably not yeah, like, don't it. like it. Like but so uh yeah that it just that just it is what it is but uh mm. but i love it i think it's a great game and if you love D, I think you owe it to yourself to try it out word okay uh that leaves us with everyone's biggest surprise uh i don't you can take that in a positive way or a negative way I, i'll mm. i'm gonna do mine positive but i started last time so somebody else go ahead i'll i'll start okay um, my biggest surprise, um, I w- uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Marvel Snap. Yeah, Marvel Snap was my biggest surprise of 2022. I, I had written down uh, WWE 2K 2022 because I, as far as what they've done in the past few years, uh, that was a big surprise. As a, it had a lot to do with the game, and it was fun again. And also drive down Kirby, uh, just because you know it's been a long time since we've had a Kirby game, and it turned out to be a really really fun game. If you haven't played Kirby, the new Kirby game on Switch, do that. The movie, the, oh, the it's music, incredible. Itself, it's incredible. Just the music itself is incredible, and the game is tons and tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, play Kirby. Uh, get get deep into throat mode as as, much, as deep as you Mouthful can. Mouthful mode. Oh yeah, that's uh, like he doesn't even have a throat. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a void. This is a bottomless void. Um, I, so I actually played Kirby with Nolan. Kirby. <laughs> that and mouth do Kirby. That's the only way I played Kirby is with Nolan playing the uh, the bandana Waddle Dee with me. Oh, the Waddle Dee, yeah. and and we have a blast with it. We're not very, yeah. we're not super far, but we're having a good time. Yeah, it's great. Game. Always makes me play the Waddle Dee. She always she wants to be her. she she doesn't like being the Waddle she wants to be Kirby. Kirby. So I, I, yeah, I'm really good with that spear. That that's all I'll say. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. But no. But ultimately, the biggest surprise for me was Marvel Snap, which actually, you know, t- for a lot of people, was also a game of the year. But a, a card based game, I would have never. If you had told told me two years, shoot, if you told me the beginning of 2022, hey, you're gonna really really enjoy a card based game. And by the way, it's mobile. I would have laughed in your face and told you that you're a stupid person because <laughs> there's no way that is does not like work. That's just not my type of gaming um, repertoire, to, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I would have never, ever one. I don't really like uh, mobile games that much Two, I definitely don't like hard turn based games. And mm-hmm. here we are. And now I have that being said, honestly, I have fallen off. Over the past few weeks, I'm not super deep into it as uh, Ernie is because he still continues to play, even as we were doing our pre-recording stuff tonight. Um, Spoiler Ernie was playing. Alert. 
I'm playing right now. <laughs> He's playing right now. Yeah, I figured yeah, that would be. That's what Beta just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so for me, it it would be it's it's definitely Marvel. It's Marvel Snap. That that game is it's a very very special game. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I actually, I'm gonna piggyback on you uh, for uh, for that because that was also my surprise because I am historically known as a guy who does not like mobile games. Uh, I actually hate them. Uh, I've rarely ever found a mobile game I've actually enjoyed. Mm. And I don't know what I I can't. I don't have anything to 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 judge how many hours I have played of Marvel Snap like total. I only have Steam to go by because I've been playing it both on my phone and on Steam. But um. I know for a fact I have at least 60 hours of it on Steam. I know for a fact I played probably triple that on my phone. Uh, yeah, because you were playing a good bit on your phone before you started on PC, and that was just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I remember, Adam, you said something about it being on PC, right? And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it was that. Yeah, that was it. That was, and, that was And now, like, whatever we're doing. He's got Marvel Snap on another screen while we're doing yeah. something. We were playing Fortnite the other night, and I think you yeah. were playing Marvel Snap in between I the was. games. I was. I'm like, here, let me hide in this bush real quick. I gotta play this turn real quick. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's but it's it's a fun game. I, here's the thing: I've become the guy that like not only am I playing the game, I've spent money on the game. Like I've yep. actually bought stuff in the game. Like I've same. actually, I've, I've, I've bought, uh, you know, collector's packs and variants, boosters and you know, stuff like that. Um, and I normally make fun of people who do shit like that. Uh, <laughs> and yet here I am doing the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I think when I, when I first picked up the game, like I was kind of like, not sure. I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Cause I remember when I first heard about it, I thought it looked stupid. I was like, this mm. looks dumb as this out of my face who is showing this to me and then here i am at collector level 2698 um and yeah that just basically means i play a lot um and i have like 20 different decks that i rotate between when i play i watch youtube videos about how to put together the best decks humanly possible i become that guy i like like this is you're a marvel snap sweaty I am. I yeah. am. I am. Yeah. No. I. I am. I am a Marvel snap sweat lord. Yeah. So is your text. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, look. I. I. I, uh, I play a lot. That's what you need to know. <laughs> okay. I might have most of the cards in the game that like are that are pull one to three. I don't have all the four or five shit. But mm. I'm just saying. Okay. So yeah. That's so yeah, Marvel Snap. That was my surprise of the year as well. <laughs> Jose, nice. what about you? Go. Uh, so my biggest surprise last year was a, I think, 13 episode series uh, mm-hmm. called, uh, dang, why did I just go blank on it? Like, I know the main character's name, but I'm going blank on the n- name of the series. Uh What's the main character's name? I don't know if y'all are gonna know it. Boji. We can Google it. Oh, um, the king one. Yes, ranking of kings. Ranking of Thank kings. You. That is an yes. incredible show. 
Yes, it's a show about a little boy who gets mistreated hard as heck by his entire kingdom. Where is this anime prince. or is it? Oh, and, it yes, it it's is, an anime. It's, it's it's more. It's, it's very. It looks like Studio Ghibli, kinda. Uh, I wouldn't even say that. Uh, it like it looks like an upgraded version of Shinjan. Uh, like it's I don't know. It's it's not your typical like anime style. Uh, it's more of an older style. I went with Ghibli because I feel like that would have been easier for some people to like kind of grasp. I don't think. Oh yeah, totally. Like Ghibli though, <laughs> completely. Uh, or I guess, look, just it looks like a simpler style as far as the like art direction. Like it looks like a children's yeah. book almost. And of course, it's because it's from the perspective of a kid, and this kid is mute and deaf and deaf and everyone like just off uh yes okay so how's it gonna work for you to put this in the podcast for stitching it together i have to edit them together yeah that should be fun i mean you know i'll probably put this part in it was like hey there was a you know my my computer blue screened all of a sudden so (laughs) when you froze up i was like i thought it was me again i was like Damn it. How? In two twice in one night because it would be a record. I was like, because I talked a mad game about how my internet had dropped since October. <laughs> and then and it was dropped. like, we'll show you. Yeah. No, uh there were zero signs the PC was struggling. It just like bitrate was steady. You know, I don't know. That was weird. That's how mine was doing that uh when I was uh, when I was telling y'all before about uh, oh, your RAM went bad. Doing. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like, nah, man. Like you, like you need to sit down. <laughs> it's based what my computer was telling me. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna go through my event viewer later and see yeah. what happened. See what it was saying. Yeah. See if it was a power error or whatever. So, but yeah. So while Jose was gone, is gone. Yes. He was talking about ranking of Kings. It's amazing show. Um, mute and deaf main character is a little boy trying to become King. It's a great show. Go watch it. Um, very touching anime. Um, but yeah. Did you already do yours? I did not. Um, uh, I'll I'll do mine shortly. Um, let's see. You just waiting for Jose to get back? Uh, no, I I had my stuff written down. What were we on again? <laughs> we were on biggest surprise. Oh, that's right. Okay, we're on biggest surprise. Yeah, we can we can give it a minute for Jose to come back. But yeah, uh, and then Jose did introduce a couple more that we can hit quickly before we hit our game of the year. Um, just be especially since we. <laughs> have to like come back up <laughs> so yeah we got we got one more and then we can do one the couple of his and then game of the year one more as in like one more surprise no the uh our our what would that what did we right now i think that was it moment of the year oh i missed that one okay I was going to say, I got my list pulled up. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, we're doing, what was the yeah, biggest surprise? Okay, well, while we wait on Jose. We did, uh, we, did in, we did the indie one. We did games with friends. Yes, I wrote, I wrote moment of the year that made you say, like, whoa, or whatever. But you could just, yeah. you know, I just called it moment of the year. Okay. 
And then, yeah, yeah so it's, it's just the two. Gotcha. Well, yeah. So my biggest surprise this year was um, after like learning the the right way to play Elden Ring, like understanding how everything in that game works, um, being surprised, I was surprised at how addicted I am to that game now. Um, I cannot bring myself to play anything else. And uh, it was um, a struggle to like try to play anything so yeah it was uh it was a good time but i've been having a blast with it uh jose i said my biggest uh surprise was once i learned like how to play elden ring how much i loved it that was a big surprise to me um i didn't i've never been interested in playing the souls games and then when we did that like oh adam will play bloodborne on stream um that kind of like gave me the itch and then like I was like, I'm just going to wait till Elden Ring comes out to play any of these games. And then Elden Ring came out and I was I played it and I was playing it all the wrong way. And like then once I realized that I was like everything clicked and I was like, oh, this is how you play this game. You have to focus on that. And like it, it, it was a whole thing. And yeah, I absolutely love it. So good times. Um, that was my biggest surprise. <laughs> All right. right on. Uh, so the next one would be um, what made you go, whoa, this year? Like what moment is that right now? Like, yeah, I think it's dumb it down to moment of the year, like something that, you know, in gaming, comic books, anime, movie, TV show, whatever that just made you go. Just like I know this to, one down to, to the chapter. To hook your top off. Uh, OK, homie, then you, you you started off. Let's go then. One Piece chapter 1044, Warrior of Liberation. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so. Like, One Piece has been going on for so long. By the time you catch up to this part, you might have forgotten about it. Gear Five is basically Luffy's new power up, and people originally thought it was going to be a lot like Super Saiyan especially because of the like flaming kind of hair he like ended up having. But instead it was all white. Everything he was wearing basically turned white. And again, everyone thought it was going to be like Super Saiyan because it was just going to be a regular power up. No, he became the most Looney Tune character in existence. He got shot at with a fire breath from the biggest dragon we've seen in the series. And what did my boy do? He lifted the ground and bounced it back. (laughs) He got knocked off the Skull Island. And what did he do? He just ran in the air so fast he started doing the like burning wheels and ran right back onto the island. And every time he uses it now, it's just the most ridiculous thing that you think could happen will happen. Yeah. Basically and the anime cartoon character are, are more of a cartoon character. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, like Oda has said that growing up, like he loved stuff like Tom and Jerry, all those classic like Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And this is pretty much like his homage to it. That's awesome. And That's also we cool. got like the biggest plot twist as far as like, hey, chapter one, we were told this is what one thing is. 
1044 chapters later. Nah, we lied. <laughs> this thing you've believed the entire story? Nah, that's not exactly that's what not you it. thought. Mm, yeah. That one I won't completely give away because like it deals spoil. with chapter one. Yeah. yeah. But that that was that was my favorite like moment. Like there's a panel specifically that I want to recreate in a photo. I just haven't gotten around to it. Uh, but yeah. Well, I I look forward to whenever you get around to doing that photo. Mm. Word. If it's anything else like you've done, it'll be awesome. Agreed. I appreciate it. Ernie, what you got? Oh, uh, for man, for my moment. Oh man, there were so many. So much crazy stuff has been going on. I guess I'll, you know what? I will, uh, I will make mine comic related because, yeah, a lot of wild stuff has happened. So I, I guess, you know, let me go ahead and say this. I've been talking about this a lot, so I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, right now, there's an event going on in Marvel Comics called The Sins of Sinister. And in this event, uh, basically what's happening is that a bunch of all the you know, different X comics that have been going on like this entire time right now, they have all kind of been building up to this moment, this moment where you know, Mr. Sinister's guy has been like a villain in Marvel comics, like since five ever. <laughs> um, he had it was revealed that you know it, with his event there was some cra- something crazy was going to happen you knew something big was coming you got the event sense of sinister you know he's up to something but then like the more i started digging into it the more i started realizing oh my god and i started going back and noticing little easter eggs and breadcrumbs that it, you know, had been set up two three two probably even almost three years ago some stuff that even goes back like 10 15 years ago and uh, so they did this deal where, you know, right now mutants don't live like the, the X-Men don't live in the X-Mansion anymore. They live on uh, this living mutant island called Krakoa. And they got all this crazy stuff going on. They got they got a uh, Krakoa technology. They got portals. Let them go wherever they want to go. Uh, they've you know, got uh, Krakoan medicines and healing gardens. And they can even if any of them die, they could be resurrected. You know, so and so and so forth. Um but one of the crazy things about it, it was this little panel from like House of X number uh, five, and they paid it off this week. Uh, there's a little panel where you can see the first time they resurrect somebody on the little DNA injector that they're using because all the DNA is supplied by Mr. Sinister because he collects people's DNA. There's a little red diamond on the injector. And no one ever really paid it any real actual attention. Wait, the thing that's on the dude's forehead? Yeah, the diamond that's on his you forehead. You think they would have paid attention to the same thing that's on the dude's forehead? You think, but they didn't put that much thought in. They they didn't. They they're like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, he's he's on the up and up with us. <laughs> yeah. Well, come to find out, you know, we got to Immortal X Men the previous week, and it's revealed that Charles Xavier he has Sinister's DNA in him. And Sinister set it up to where if he ever dies or he's put in a situation where he's off the table, he can psychically take over the body of the person who has his DNA within him. 
So he takes over Charles Xavier once he gets exiled from Krakoa. And it's like everybody's like, oh, my God, because he took you. Know, Charles has been wearing the Cerebro helmet a lot lately. And he takes the helmet off. Boom. Red diamond on his forehead. And you're like, oh, my God, he's Mr. Sinister now. Well, then you get the sins of Sinister and you're like, oh, man, how are they going to address this? And what happens is kind of wild because you, know, you see Charles and it's like, oh, hey, he's fresh off of taking his helmet off, revealing his Mrs. Sinister. And then here comes Emma Frost. And you're like, oh, man, did Emma see what he just did? You mean she mommy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but uh, Emma Frost walks up and she's like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, oh, man. Oh, man, what's going to happen? Is she going to use her psychic powers to figure out that? That he's not who he you know, who he's supposed to be, and then next thing you know, it's like, oh my god, she's a sinister too. <laughs> <laughs> she has a red dime on her forehead. And then you see like Exodus and Hope Summers walk up. You're like, oh dude, are they gonna figure it out? Are they gonna catch on? Please tell me they're gonna walk up and catch them just in the nick of time, catching them talking about some <laughs> chicanery. And it's like, is it like Phoenix what? Five? 2.0 <laughs> right it's like they're sinisters too <laughs> it is like and they're like hey yeah we're running this shit now and then next thing Damn. you know they start going through and but basically the reveal is that every mutant because yeah, everybody's been saying oh there's no price for mutants dying on the island there's no price there's no consequence well, there is now <laughs> there is a consequence because if you've ever died if any character who has ever died in the X-Men comics since 2019, you that mutant has Mr. Sinister's DNA in them. And he's able to take them all over. And they and well, and while technically he's not necessarily taking them over, they just become him and they act just like him. But in mm. but still kind of acting like the people they originally were, and like Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Rogue beast uh even namor all of them are sinisters now and what's even crazier uh what's even crazier about it is uh the only one of the only mutants who is not taken over by mr sinister is the one mutant who's been giving him the most trouble like this entire time and it's storm because she's the oh she's she is the top few- tier yeah, she's the she's actually one of the only X-Men characters who hasn't died since House of X. Like she's still like like she's she's uh she's gone up against like actual death. <laughs> she's faced she's fought actual death in like hand to hand combat and and won. She she fought uh one of the most powerful like she's fought two of the most powerful omega level mutants in recent memory has not died in either of those scenarios in both of these fights were life or death combat situations. And mm. yeah, she's, but yeah, she's, she's yet to die. So right now they have a, uh, one of the tie-ins for this is a book called storm and the brotherhood of mutants. Cause she's going to be leading the resistance right. against sinister, but it wasn't even just that it's everything they did in the comic. Cause basically when sinister got what he wanted, Basically, they go they do a rundown telling you all the crazy mess that they're doing, like mm. how they infected all the Avengers with his DNA and, and how they uh, how they killed Thanos using the juggernaut as a bullet 
Uh, how emma frost was able to turn uh namor into a sinister how they've uh brokered deals with mephisto and uh uh shuma gorath and so on and so forth to like so that the mutants own one of the hell dimensions now like it just it gets crazy it's it's just it's crazy Mm. right now it's like it's one of those things like i remember how i felt when i read house of x in 2019 i was like dude this is the craziest thing i've ever read and then they were like, and Karen Gillan was like, yeah, hold my beer. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's always, it's always X-Men that has this like crazy elaborate story. It's yeah. always X-Men. Dang. It's not like, it's every, like every other like Marvel comic, there's like, mm-hmm. there's some like fun, elaborate stories, but they all kind of like, you know, tie a tie, like a nice little bow mm-hmm. within. It's always X-Men. It's like, no, see, like, if you remember back in 2015, but also, like, 1975, it's like, Jesus Christ. You know, like, always, like, always X-Men with, like, super complicated uh, story. Because like, at the end of the day, it's also, there's so many of them. You know, there's so many mutants and so many, like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, there's always, they have to keep pushing that envelope and keep, like, expanding the story like that. Because if you don't, then, you you know, you're dead in the water. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Adam, what's I, your- love, I love it. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this real quick. It just in the interest of time, we're gonna, I'm gonna combine some of Jose's stuff in well in with this woe moment because um we still have to talk about our personal games of the year. Um, so what are you talking about? We're only we're only, we're only into it for 16 minutes. We've only been yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were over an hour beforehand. So. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to go too long. Um, my woe moment came from a book I read. Um, so I am a big Brandon Sanderson fan uh, of, of his novels. He writes a lot of fantasy novels. He writes a few sci-fi ones too. And Brandon Sanderson is making the the MCU equivalent of a book universe. And uh, like where all these books are interconnected and everything uh, through like a big galactic story. And um i read this year this past year in 2022 i read the um the fourth book in a series in the second era of the mistborn series and um it jumped to like probably my top five books i've ever read like i adored that book it was really really good and um very emotional moments in it i i can't like really talk about the book to any depth because it's a it's all huge spoilers but um they so his like united universe is called the cosmere and in like every previous book to now it's always been uh yeah (laughs) there you go gabby mistborn's amazing uh and so um he's always sprinkled in like little bits of knowledge um uh, yes i am slowly turning our entire family into this everyone will read brandon sanderson's books because they're awesome um so uh he was always sprinkling like little bits of knowledge about the cosmere through all the other books but in this book he's like the gloves are off i am shoveling cosmere knowledge on you and it was just like page after page of revelation and it was incredible and then on top of that the actual story of that particular book it was was amazing 
amazing character growth fantastic stuff yes jose read that book uh i saw you, you saw it i yeah. saw you pick it up i was i was like yeah he, he is turning the, the community into it too you've got to read the book it's very good uh especially that one you'll like that one the the stormlight series is very like hype anime or like it's not anime but it, it has some super hype moments and some super emotional moments uh he does a really good job of like uh, showing like, like in, in this series that I just read, he's, he does a good representation of like an autistic character. And in that one, he does a really good job of, of, um, of, uh, of POC characters and, uh, well, he doesn't, it's not like they're not highlighting POC characters so much. It's just that he's like, my main characters are not white, which is great. <clears throat> but also the main character uh like deals with depression and stuff like that and so it's it's really really good um so i highly recommend the stormlight series and the mistborn series but yeah the book is called the lost metal it's the last book in the wax and wayne series from uh brandon sanderson and it's fantastic i cried at the end <laughs> nice yeah oh yeah um yeah, so it's funny. I I thought I kind of had mine ironed out. And then I started kind of thinking about it and looking into it and then started thinking about different moments that weren't just video game related. Mm. I feel like I've been the only one I've I've only done video game related stuff. And this started kind of coming to me. And of course, um if you don't know me, and if you do know me, I'm like super sappy mm. and um and naive and everything's uh rainbows and glitter and unicorns for me so i it's, it's really so um when i started thinking about my moment of the year it started kind of fleshing out to what i've actually decided what it to be so on the super sappy note it was um things that made me uh I'm trying to try to find the because I like I I had this scripted out and now and now and now it's really kind of real and in the moment. So I'm trying to find the words. So I apologize for stumbling over my words, but it's it's things that made me relish my relationship with my son, if that's mm. the way that I'm going to put it. Um, and that's not that that's not this is this is not how I, it was meant to be, but it was two things and then one more thing that kind of added on. And as, as everyone knows, or if you don't know, now you know, I'm a massive Coheed and Cambria fan. It's my favorite band of all time. And the lead singer, Claudio Sanchez, has a son that is around my son's age, around six-ish, around, you know, I think his son might be a little older than mine. But his their, la their latest album is a story, is a concept album. That, that's what they do. They're mostly concept albums. But it's about his son. And a lot of the songs or evolve around his son and his relationship with his child and as a parent and you know, his, his, his spouse and them being parents. And it made me start thinking because what I wrote down for my moment of the year was, uh, the, the turtles game shredders revenge and how much I love that game. And I really enjoyed it, but also because I got to play co-op with my kid who played it. I played Leonardo James played as Ralph. And then um, for people who have listened who have, or who have played the game throughout, there's a moment in God of War Ragnarok. There's that moment towards the end in a tent that utterly 
broke me as a as a parent and as a father to a, to a son and that's not taking anything away from a, a parent to a daughter at all it's just a parent moment that when you realize as a parent oh i'm a parent and this is happening and i'm i've grown into my a parenthood right so it's those three things now just you know kind of thinking about them like the my moment of the year is just realizing as my son gets older, he's six and the years are starting to fly by that. I just appreciate the small things in life, whether it's a video game or a television or like we were talking off camera beforehand, uh, James got a Shoto Todoroki plushie, <laughs> just like the small things that he's starting to develop that I see myself in him. Like that moment in the tent with, with uh, Kratos and Atreus. It's like, it's happening and there's no stopping this train. And then like, we're just on, I'm on, on, I'm just on this wonderful ride and I, I want to be in every single moment. And so it's, it's the team. It's a, it's the turtles game. It's got a war. It's listening to and seeing Coheed and Cambria live in July this year. And, and, and seeing Claudio um, express himself about his child and his child, uh, being at these live shows with him because he's old enough to go to these little shows and you can see how much he gives, he cares. So yeah, it, it turned from a video game thing into just a real life thing of um, I couldn't be happier than, than the, the uh, than like the spot that I'm in as a parent right now. I mean, yeah. I have a, I have a little shit ass puppy too, but <laughs> <laughs> but as a, but as an actual parent of a, of a of reservation a, dogs, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as a, as a, tell because people start throwing around shit ass. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's just in my vocabulary. <laughs> but yeah, no. So so I apologize for taking it to that a little bit more of a uh, of a, of a. Of a uh, I don't know, sappy moment. But if, if, like I said, if anyone who knows me, the three of y'all know me well, and anyone who listens to this podcast on a regular basis, I, I or just follows me on Twitter, I, I tend to end up doing that. Unfortunately, sometimes I apologize for that. Uh, but yeah, that's what my moment of the year is: is just still just evolving as a parent, and didn't know that I could. You know, ten years ago, I didn't know I could do this. So that's my moment of the year. Awesome. Very good. Oh, that's a really good one. Thank you. Okay. I think it really fits because like, I don't know, to me, being a nerd means you're super passionate about something. And like, clearly you're super passionate about your son and it reflects throughout like all the media you're consuming. And this past year just looks like it hit you super yeah, hard. It's, it, yeah, it's super. It's crazy. It's, this past year, it's all like culminated into like everything I see is like being, you know, a father, being a parent to, to my kid. It's, it's like, it's just like all cool. Like it's all just like cultivating, like all just like molding into like everything I do is that. And I, I, I'm typically can remove myself out of that situation. Um, but that's, just, you know, that's just this year for some reason was like, Hey Nick, how do you feel about being a, a parent? Cause we're going to hit you in the freaking face with it. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm thank you for sharing that. That was great. Of course. Uh, okay. What um, was the other ones that we, well, the, 
considering the the time, I think we should skip to our like game thing, whatever you want to say of the year. Because personal, yeah, personal nerd, personal nerd thing of the year. Yeah, it can be game of the year, manga of the year, anime of the year, comic of the year, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, um, who wants to lead off on that? I'll lead off on that since I just went to the whole sappy diet. It, it, it does. Well, and it does. I believe yours probably connects to that. It does. It does connect to that. So it's 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 a perfect bridge there. And my 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 game of the year or my thing of the year is is God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got Kratos and a Santa Claus hat on for a reason. It was the game that I couldn't wait for to come out this year. It's the one thing that drove me every single night and every single day. You know, I just couldn't stop thinking about it while I'm at work or on the weekends. And, you know, I actually like didn't watch some football games because I wanted to play a video game more. I, I you know, I say that I have a second TV in my living room. So there was a football game while I was playing the good video game. Let's be real. You know, who are we talking here to? Yeah. But, uh, but it was the, the video game on the big screen TV. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it, it lived up to everything. And I know we've talked on previous podcasts. There's, you know, we, there was a little left to desire in the combat system and, and things of that nature. But, but uh, like, only with the axe and the blades. Yeah, yeah. The spear yeah. made you feel powerful. Yeah, Things reacted yeah. to the spear. Spoiler alert for that. But Sorry. yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. But um, but the story. I mean, the story kept with what with what 2018 God of War was. It's just phenomenal story and mm. great fun storytelling. And the the you know I know we also we had that fun we had that really fun banter of a, a noise. Uh, Atreus being annoying and how it just came back to like, well, he's a kid. What do you expect? You know, like all kids are, you know, so like that we had that fun uh, moment in our podcast in the past too. And it's just the whole game being such a great talking point of story and how we view different things and then the end game. And I, I haven't been able to actually pick the game back up to go and platinum it. I plan on it, Mm. but because it's one of those things that is set so uh, real and so emotional with me. I was like, I don't know if going back to it, you know, if I feel like it's, I'm going to do it injustice to itself because you're not, I'm not getting what I got through the storyline. I mean, I will because that game deserves to be completed and all the side missions and stuff like that. But yeah, God of War Ragnarok is my nerd 901 thing of the year. If that's what we're calling it. Got it. Ernie, you want to jump in? For me, oh man, mine's pretty obvious. Um, eh, Elden Ring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was sure, like snap. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. No, it's got to be Elden Ring. That Elden Ring, man. The mm, Elden, yeah. the Elden Ring. The rings. The Elder uh, Rings. Yeah, no, that's that's my um, that's my thing. Like, I I feel like. I feel like that I feel like that game did a lot. And I mean, I know there there there'll always be those people that say, "Oh, well, you know, it's just doing the same thing that we've seen a million times from mm-hmm. uh you know, from software before, but at the same time, I really like uh the from software uh formula and not, and I would even go as far as to say not only do I like the uh you know, the formula uh per se but i also just really like the just the overall 
the overall idea, like the overall idea of what it was that that they brought to the table. They brought together a game that, while it did have some janky co-op features, had some of the best. Uh, I, I would definitely, I would say, it had some of the best, uh, like overall um, uh, combat that uh, that I had seen in quite some time. Just, uh, just from a yeah, just pure gameplay mechanic. Like yeah, everything agreed. Worked. The the stuff that was supposed to work worked. The yeah. stuff that didn't work, I mean, you know, it still worked somehow. Um, you know, it and while you know the story is not always the greatest thing on earth about a uh about a from software title, because it's usually all hidden away in like item descriptions. I actually mm-hmm. really enjoyed the lore. Uh, behind this game and like in everything that uh you know that it represented mm-hmm. um it just all of it worked for me all of it worked um and that's what it's supposed to do yeah right? that's what yeah it, it did it did what it was it did everything it said it was going to do on the 10 uh it, it did everything that it was supposed to do uh it had epic boss fights epic music it had epic locations uh and, and it's a gorgeous say, game yeah, no. The environments are so beautiful, freaking game. Except Caleb, it sucks. But well, yeah, Caleb's awful. We don't talk about Caleb. Mm-hmm. Look, we don't, we don't, we don't really talk about that here. Look, it's it's not what we're here for. Um, but yeah, I just I really liked everything that they brought, and I mean, any bigger endorsement, I played the game for over three hundred hours, mm. uh, and that was just on PlayStation. <laughs> I I have over. I think I I forget exactly how many hours I have of the game. Uh, I don't think I have quite as many uh, on PC. I think I have like uh, under like, yeah, just over 40 hours on PC. But that's just because I literally played it on PlayStation 5 from the time the game came out until I eventually broke down and bought it on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've I've come up. I've respect my character like 50 million times. Uh, I've come up with all kind of crazy builds and ridiculousness and yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just really fun. Yeah. I, I, like it's, I don't know. It just, it, it, it felt comforting to play. Yeah. I and mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why, you know, the entire game industry, you know, voted as game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah, well, I mean, and a lot of game companies have tried to copy the from software formula yeah. Uh, yeah. on multiple occasions. Some have done it successfully. Others not so much, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's great fun. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and piggyback off Ernie because mine is the same uh, <laughs> as Elden Ring. Uh, unlike Ernie, I was not a From Software guy. I liked the old From Software games of Tenchu and Armored Core and stuff like that. Um, those were you know things that I played a lot during the PS1 and PS2 era, um, but I. I don't know what it was, but during whenever the dark demon souls and then the dark souls games and then bloodborne and Sekiro, when they came out, like I was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to try hard. I I just want (laughs) to enjoy a story. And, um, we made it a, uh, a donation or a, a fundraising goal, uh, to that I would play bloodborne and like, I didn't play it as much as I probably should have, for that but we did reach that and i did play it and i was telling the guys like it it really like caused me to have that itch i was like oh because when i the little bit that i played bloodborne i was like oh when i messed up 
it was my fault. I know what I did wrong. I never felt like the game was being cheap. I felt like um, I made a mistake and I knew exactly what it was because I would panic or like I timed my roll or dodge or parry wrong or whatever. And so like that part I got into that gameplay portion I got into for Elden Ring and I played it and I was telling them like I I played Elden Ring for probably like 45 to 50 hours and I played it wrong the entire time. I was trying to like balance my stats and like I don't just thinking of like specific items that I wanted to use, which like you can do that, but like you need to um you need to like spec into a specific build like strength or dexterity or like strength and faith or intelligence for magic and like there's all these different things to do and so I respect for the first time and like started playing the game as it's designed to be played and like understanding how like okay this helps with this weapon and this helps level this up and this does more um you know if I upgrade this skill I get more bleed damage from my weapons and like all this other stuff. And so finally understanding the game, it like really made it click for me. And then I started just like dominating in the game, which was not, I was always that person like panic rolling, like, Oh God, Oh God. Like while (laughs) trying to fight bosses and whatnot. And, um, so yeah, it, 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 it like clicking for me was a, it was a big deal and I had a lot of fun with it. So quick question and not a long explanation on your end, but because of um, Bloodborne and now your love for Elder Ring, does this make you go back to play something like Sekiro? Yes or no? Sekiro? No. Um, what I've read about that game, that's not going to be one that I lo- I'm not good at parrying. And that's all Sekiro is about, is about parrying. Um, I... I might go back and play Bloodborne, but at this point, like that would mean like re-downloading it onto the PS5 and all. And I've already got a ton of other stuff already. Like the on, backlog, on, yeah. Sure. yeah, backlog is huge. So I don't want to say like, yes, I'm going to go back and play Bloodborne. There's a small possibility, but probably not. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna. There's a lot coming out this year. Like nothing exists after zelda comes out this year let's be real uh, nothing exists after zelda comes out this year to me oh well i'm sorry weren't you the biggest zelda fan on this uh podcast i am and that's what i'm telling you that like even with the zelda game coming out he has been dethroned gavel down done it's done he's been dethroned everyone good day nick you should have held your ground I am no, I'm just saying, like, as the biggest Zelda fan, I can I could put away the fact that the thing with Spider Man is gonna be better. Nah, he, mm. you know what I mean, he's a fake fan. <laughs> what you got, Jose? Uh, another One Piece thing. Uh, but it's not every year that it's the 25th anniversary. And it's not every year, <laughs> you know. You know, it's kind of how time, how the, math, how yeah, the time and math works. Time works. <laughs> yeah, it all, it, you know, can only happen on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Oh, the twenty fifth. Anyway. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was also a movie, and we don't get those every year. And it was also my first uh, new One Piece movie in theaters since I became a fan, mm. uh, back in 2019. 
So, like, because Adam and I went to go see what was it? Film. It was the one with Shiki. No, it wasn't Z. Yeah, the one with Shiki. Strong World. Strong World. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, we went to go see that one, and that was great. But it was just different seeing. Like, you know, your first time seeing a Marvel movie, the first time you saw the Avengers, like it reminded me of that night, May 4th, 2012, when instead of going to prom, I went to go see Avengers with my friends and we had a blast. Except this time I cried. Yeah. And I was already singing along to the songs, kind of, because I I knew them from ahead of time, because it was also kind of a musical, which a lot of people hated, but it was I thought it was great. Uh, the musical artist was badass mm-hmm. and just getting to see a new one piece movie with being in the same room with fans of the series was awesome. Cause it, honestly, sometimes it's kind of hard to find one piece fans in real life unless you make them, which that's why I've become like a Jehovah's witness of one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't go knocking to your door. I might say, like yeah, drop by your stream. Yeah, but the next step is Jose's nah. walking around with like volume one and like, have you heard the good news of One Piece? He's in a straw hat. I don't... Oh yeah, there you go. Really, I'm like, <laughs> a collection plate. The straw hat is a collection plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there you go. go. Just pass it around. <laughs> Just and, magically and, pull pull out another volume one. Instead of money, you're giving lots of free time because it's a thousand episodes. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, Love that. True. 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 Well, that's awesome. Crunchyroll yeah. wants a sponsor. Yeah. 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 A free month subscription, so they can try it out. Yeah. Yeah, we would take it. I mean, at this point, we know we take water subscription, you know, sponsors. I, I mean, I would for sure, but me too. See here and there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, twenty twenty two was was a great year for all of us, and and you know, as and obviously as we continue to grow as 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 friends, and you know, here at Nerd Nine One, twenty twenty two was also just another year of our friendship and and bond growing and the fun things that we get to do in the charity realm and, you know, more podcasts and video game streams and just hanging out together more. Um, I'm not invited to the super secret Saturday night hangout sessions, but you I, are, you're just asleep. I know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Men just aren't invited. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just one, one day, one day I'm going to pop in. It's going to blow y'all's mind. Uh, yeah. Cause but, you're finally going to check your email, old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check, check a DM at like 1030 when I'm fading into nothingness. On and and we're all getting ramped up to start playing games. I know. Even on a it's Saturday like, All right. We'll, we'll be there at 12. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll see y'all next Thursday then. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's been great. 2022 is great, and 2023 is only looking, uh, especially in the in video game world, and it's only looking brighter. I mean, we've got so many things coming off in 2023, and we already have. I mean, we had uh, the Dead Space remix is already uh, remake is already out. Um, another another big one, not Forspoken, but you know, we've got things happening in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Well, thank you guys. It's been a wonderful evening with uh, fun tech issues and yeah, PC crash. That was great. You know, yeah. internet going out, but we made it through it just like we made it through 2022 and we'll make it through 2023 with each other. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose, if people want to find you, where would they go? Uh, they can find me and photos and videos I do over on uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all NSA Jose. Ernie? You can find me on youtube.com forward slash blur without fear. Uh, you can also find me in other places too, but that's you know, neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's all good times, all fun times. Uh, and yeah, Blur Cave every Saturday noon, every Saturday. Uh, Central time. At, yes, uh, it's a twelve because you know this is a, a more Memphis uh based affair. Yes, uh, you will most likely <laughs> find me on uh YouTube at the URL I just mentioned earlier. Uh, at 12 p.m. Central Standard. If you are, for whatever reason, not in Memphis, then you will find me on that same URL uh, from uh, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, or 10 a.m. Pacific, depending on what side of the country uh, you live on. But uh, but yeah, we are world. We are worldwide. We have listeners from all over the place. Uh, yep. So uh, from awesome. various countries and everything so yeah it's, it's kind of crazy to keep up with all the time zones and everything but uh but yeah and always remember super chat 1999 yes and, and we have one for 20 now as well we have one oh, yes i saw that yeah so i did see that that's right, that's right. anything to torture uh carter you know oh god just, yes yeah. please yeah yeah please please it's great saturday anymore. it's a great saturday Let's do it great way to spend your saturdays just torturing carter Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Adam. Uh, folks can find me uh, at Nerd901 Adam on Twitter. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, you can find us here at twitch.tv slash nerd901. Um, but yeah, that's where you find me. And now I'm bald. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great way. To, yeah, that's that should just be the yeah. Uh, now I'm bald. Uh, welcome to the new improved bald, Adam. So yeah. Eh, improved. Um, Dang. <laughs> my own brother. Yeah. Well, that's how it goes sometimes, it's right? It's always your own. No, it's always it's your own, own brother. It's always it's always it's always, always, yeah. your, it's always, always your people, man. Always. Yeah. Well, you can find me over on Twitter at nerd91 Nick, and where I tweeted things about video games and sports and chicken wings, let's be honest. Uh at what? this point. So, yeah, and then, like Adam said, over here on twitch.tv slash nerd901 is where we'll find our podcasts and our gaming streams that we try to do weekly. Again, thank you, everyone, for hanging out. Thank you to Newing Order, and thank you to uh, Memphis Wrestling for powering this podcast. We can't appreciate We appreciate y'all enough to that all the time that y'all put in for us and help us get through the uh, the streams, even with technical difficulties and or our char- charity events. Mm. So for myself and the rest of the Nerd 901 crew, good night. And we love you. Later. Adios.